Hey y'all, welcome to the Sing Anyway podcast. I have no idea if that is going to be the name of this or not. Um, I'm trying to do this thing where I don't have everything figured out before I start. So I am starting, not sure if the title is going to remain the same or not, and you know, that's okay. So I've wanted to start a podcast for quite a while. Um, I'm an avid listener of podcasts and I just love taking in new information. I love learning about people's lives, all of that good stuff. I started this business, which was formerly known as Animasoriac Voice Studio, which is my name, and it's now changed to Sing Anyway. I teach voice lessons to people who basically just want to get their voice back, Um, people who have suffered from trauma or mistreatment generally from music programs and conservatories and want to have fun singing again. And a topic that I keep running into for myself and for these students is burnout. And this week I was on Instagram thinking about posting something about burnout and some signs that you might be burnt out and some tips to help you. Truthfully, I have been burnt out at least from my knowledge for the last year or so. And I still do not have the answer. I'm putting answer in air quotes um, because I don't know that there is an answer. I don't know that there's a solution. So I thought it would be fun to have a podcast where we can just chat about this. Um, I can kind of walk you through maybe where my burnout started and kind of the ways that I've been trying to love singing again. Because to be honest with y'all, I don't like it right now. It's not fun. I have no motivation to do it, even for the pure, you know, enjoyment of it. So I'm hoping that that through this, we can normalize burnout. We can talk more about it. I, I don't think I'm alone in this. In fact, I know I'm not. So I'm just going to start, I think, at the point where I first felt this feeling. So I finished up my undergraduate degree at Lawrence University, which is in Appleton, Wisconsin. I had an amazing teacher there and I had an amazing time there. And I felt so connected with my singing and I just loved it. Now, whether that was because I actually internally loved it or I enjoyed the praise that I was receiving from it, that's something that I have to think a little bit more about. But I graduated from there in 2019. And I don't know if I'm going to name the university that I did my graduate school at. Um, We're just going to call it the Clown College of Music. And if you actually want to know where I went, it's very easy to figure out and to find. So I went to grad, start a graduate school um, in fall of 2019 at Clown College of Music. And it's a very prestigious university. Many amazing singers go there and have gone there. And I felt so honored to get into this school. It was yet another affirmation that I was I was good, really, that I was good, not just at singing, but that I was of value. And how sad, you know, how sad that that's coming out of my mouth right now. But that's that's the truth of it. I base and have based much of my humanity and my worth as a human based that on how my singing was going at the time. Uh, we'll see if I if I make it through this episode without crying. Many of you who know me personally know that I'm a crier. Um, so, Clown College of Music. It was it was a weird time. Um, it was a transitional time, moving to a new city, starting with a new teacher, meeting new people. It was kind of 
kind of a lot. I felt like I went from this place in Wisconsin where I could bring my full humanity and my full personality and my my full voice, honestly, to my work. And then when I got to, to Clown College of Music, I felt like the message was, do this the way we say, follow this formula. Yes, you're good, but not the kind of, the right kind of good. You need to sing this way. You need to sound like this. You need to look like this. So having all of that messaging, you really do start internalizing that. I would watch other performers at that school and think, yeah, they, they sound lovely. There's no question that everybody that goes to the school has outstanding levels of talent. But I felt like everybody had this sense of sadness behind their eyes. And this could be a giant projection about what I was going through at the time. That's possible. But that's that was my experience. So first semester, great. We, we get to Christmas break, you know, in December. And I spent a wonderful... Actually, no, it wasn't wonderful. Um, <laughs> I... I went to Switzerland with my partner and Switzerland itself was wonderful, but I felt like I couldn't, I felt like something shifted in me around that time. His family always sings Christmas carols and, and, and all of these things around the piano and I just couldn't bring myself to sing. And that was really confusing for me. Like I felt like something in my throat was locked. That was really frightening because I, I, up until this point, loved singing. It was my life. It was my entire life. And something just shifted. And that was just a really, a really hard Christmas break. And then I was dropping my partner back off in Wisconsin because that's where he was still going to school at the time. And... I remember dropping him off and just feeling this lock in my throat and and like we're hugging goodbye and like cuddling and I said like I don't think I can do it like I don't think I can go back and I didn't even realize that that's what I was feeling until it came out of my mouth <laughs> but I wanted to leave the school I really really wanted to leave I was just sobbing, just sobbing. And my first thought was like, what's wrong with me? Why am I feeling like this? So I, I honestly don't even remember. It's been such a long time since I've even thought about that memory. I don't remember. I, I think my boyfriend said like, I don't even know that he said anything. I think it was just like we knew that I had to go back. At this point, it felt like there wasn't any choice. So I drove back to my my house in Indiana and then basically sobbed through the night and drove back the next day and decided, well, you got to keep showing up, right? This is what you worked so hard for. This is what you wanted. And I don't know if, if moving forward then I was just able to kind of ignore my feelings because I, I finished the degree, ultimately, I, I didn't drop out of it. Uh, this is my master's degree we're talking about. So, yeah, that's, that was the first sign 
And at that time, I wasn't able to listen to myself. I wasn't able to listen to my intuition. I just didn't have the tools at that time. But God, was it fucking scary. I'm sure many of you can relate, but like you go through your... For me, it was my entire life, and singing is what I did. It's what I what I loved, I thought. And to feel like that wasn't the case anymore was an extreme like punch to the heart and also an identity crisis. So went back to school, um, was in an opera. It was fine. COVID happened. So that's kind of where, where the timeline of that is. I was really only in normal graduate school for about a semester and some change. And then COVID happened. So to me, that COVID happening in that sense was a real big blessing because it gave me a break from school, really. I was able to put in, you know, the least amount of effort, basically, having class at home. So that was, that was the first sign of burnout. And at risk of this episode being too long, we can continue the story next week. But I don't really know how to end this. This is so clunky and awkward, but this is where I'm at right now. So this is the beginning of the story. And we can talk more in depth about other <laughs> other moments um, next episode. But thank you for listening. I would love to hear your feedback. You can feel free to find me on Instagram at sing underscore anyway. I'd love to chat with you. I'd love to hear your stories. Uh, I guess rate and review this podcast. I don't literally haven't set any of that up. But <laughs> thank you for listening. And... I love you.